Hey there, people of the world. Max Fun Drive is coming soon. And in the lead up, we need your help. We want to hear from you. We want you to tell us what this show means to you. Here's how you do it. Email, text, or audio messages to memberstories at MaximumFun.org. Or you can call and leave a message at 323-601-8719. And we might just share your thoughts on an upcoming episode. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance... We're here to settle, once and for all. Best Recreational Wheels. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to call this because the what you said to me was just, Hey, here's the idea. Skateboard, scooter, inline skates or roller skates. And I thought, great, that sounds perfect. And then I thought, what are we going to call that? I labeled this document foot wheels. Well, but you calling it recreational wheels is seems appropriate. Here's the actual post from Tom Hanna dated March 12th at 12 o'clock PM. Mm -hmm. I'm nearly 35 years old and I've decided to learn to skateboard for the first time this year. So my Mm -hmm. question is, best recreational wheels, talking skateboard, roller skates, inline skates, or scooter. I'm sure there's a whole world of other wheeled things out there, but those are the primaries that come to mind. I'd include bike as well, but that has much more function as a vehicle for getting places, so I'm leaving it off. The bicycle is off. Okay. We will leave it off as well. Yes. Thank you, Tom. Tom, you're very specific. We appreciate this. You give us our parameters to start us off. And a story. And a story, yeah. And congratulations on taking it up. Yeah, good I also have never been able to be on a skateboard, not for any reason other than I've not given it uh, the old college try, as they say. So I envy your jumping on a skateboard for the first time. I consistently think about doing it, and then I do not have the bravery you have. So kudos, Tom. I would like to try. Were you ever a skateboarder, Hal? I had. My parents were nice enough to buy me a Volterra skateboard. Mm-hmm. Which is notable because that is the skateboard that Marty McFly had in Back to the Future. And the, <laughs> and one the that reason I said, that you had it. Exactly. It said, as seen in Back to the Future, was on sure. the, the bottom of the deck. And I lived on a hilly, as I will mention many a time, I lived in the street for the majority of my youth that had, that was basically the, the valley between two very steep hills. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is walk up to the top of one hill. Mm-hmm. And I would sit on the skateboard and ride down it. I would not stand <laughs> on it because I would certainly fall over. Sure. And I couldn't really get the hang of skateboarding as much. I was much more of a roller skater and mm-hmm. then a roller blader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's, I had the same experience. I've sat on a skateboard going down a hill. I've also uh, been on a roller racer going down a hill. Do you remember roller racers? Was that? It was a bicycle seat with handlebars and you would twist oh. the handlebars and it would make it go. Yes, they were made by yes. a company called Turtle. And when I was in high school, we used to do what was called turtling. That some friends of mine, yeah, Matt Wilson and Aaron Zabrowski, invented this game called turtling. They came up with their own nomenclature for everything involved. I may have talked about it on the show before, but it was I've all never about heard this. I'm fascinated. Oh, it was great. We would start at the top of a hill in Nashville. These guys lived in Nashville, and we'd go there to do this. Mm-hmm. We would start on the top of the hill, sitting on a roller racer, and then you would lay down so your head is just a few inches off the ground. And your heels are a few inches off the ground. 
but the only thing touching the ground is a wheeled bicycle seat under your butt and your hands were on two handlebars that you maneuvered back and forth. Yes. You would sit down on this thing at the top of a hill. You would lay back with your feet extended long, holding onto handlebars, which were next to the seat under your butt. And you would race down these hills going around 60 miles an hour. We knew this because you had a person who was driving behind you providing headlights because you could only really do it at like three o'clock in the morning. It was the most difficult part for you of turtling having to bury your two friends after a terrible <laughs> accident that happened during this very dumb thing that I probably would have done at that age as well. If it wasn't had- dumb. You had brakes. Your brakes were, everybody wore a pair of glove, a, a pair wall. of old shoes called nummies. And they were nummies because, no, no, the gloves were the nummies. The shoes were the brakes. And the, your turtling shoes were like skidded down. Like you could tell where the rubber on the bottom of these shoes had been worn down because you were using the soles of the shoes like brake pads. So I'm very sorry they both had to have closed casket funerals. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of things. You could use your shoes as a brake. Yeah. You could use an open manhole as a brake. You, you can use the <laughs> you underside use... of a car as the brake. <laughs> Those train tracks over there could be yeah. a good brake. I'm going to go to a really, you know, just a desolate town like Nashville where there aren't a lot of cars driving all over the place. <laughs> well, technically, we were in Franklin, so it was oh, outside. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you're in Franklin. That's a more remote area. All of all of this to say I was not a skateboarder and I would just go down on my butt. Mm-hmm. But we're looking today at skate. We're not looking at roller racers. We're looking at skateboard scooters, inline skates and roller skates, which Hal has collectively referred to because Tom collectively referred to as recreation wheels. Yes. I've written down a few criteria. Oh, that I think will do us well in this conversation. I think that there are seven criteria that I wrote down and tell me if you think any of these are off base. Oh no, six criteria. Sorry. Oh boy. I've got speed, safety, safety, portability, portability, ease of use. Mm-hmm. And then the last two are I, one of these I could kind of roll into another one. Uh, one I put was, I see what you did there. Adaptability of terrain. I see. And social benefit. Okay. Well, the adaptability of terrain. Not really any of these. Yeah, I wouldn't take any of these off-roading. Well, I don't mean off-roading. I mean like adaptability of terrain like hills. I see. Not like the greatest enemy of all recreational wheels, which is lawn. Oh, lawn. (laughs) Yeah. Or water because hoverboards don't work on water. They stop. Yeah, at a certain point they stop. You have to have more power. Exactly. Want to get across. We should also assume we're going to remove things like hoverboards and segways. Number one, a segway is technically a way to get around, as is right. sort of a hoverboard. But also, they are mechanically or electronics. Yeah, they have they have an engine on them. Whereas yeah. for these others, including a razor scooter, you really outside you have gravity and your feet are the way that you generate. That's why I called them foot wheels, man. All right, I got it. Yeah. By the way, this episode is in loving memory of your friends, Aaron and Matt, (laughs) who are no doubt that they are turtling with Jesus in heaven. I just talked to them like two weeks ago. I'm sure you did. You know, it's good to I talk to my mom sometimes. It's really (laughs) good to maintain communication with the deceit, you know, to remember them, to remember them. God. So (laughs) I think those are 
good. Do you want to go category by category? Because we're really comparing four things. We're not yeah. going to take that weird wheel thing because really you need a hill outside of the hill. The mm-hmm. only way to generate any kind of motion is by wiggling your butt. And you can't really get get decent speed on a flat on flat terrain. Uh, right. Assuming going down a hill, these are all somewhat similar to one another in terms of speed. Yeah, but I think that well, this are we talking about the terrain question now? We'll start with that one since it's well, I, well, I think they're tied to one. We've another, already right. You, yeah, you can generate. I mean, when it comes to speed, skateboards mm-hmm. are going to lose because speed right. is really being measured on flat terrain. We're saying we're going to have them do a fifty-yard dash mm-hmm. on these. Really, the only three that can compete, and the scooter can't really compete either. Yeah. The, the two competitors there are inline skates or roller skates. I think you really only have one competitor in that, and that's it's, inline skates. Yeah, you can generate more speed with those. They are built for speed in a way mm-hmm. that four-wheeled are not, although many roller derby skaters would probably beg to differ. But my experience is that inline skates are built more for speed. Mm-hmm. Well, like you would always see, like if you saw at the roller rink a bunch of people having a good time, and yeah. then somebody's in there on inline skates. They're the ones that are just zipping past everybody. Yeah. Did you? I don't think I ever saw somebody with inline skates. If you go to an ice skating rink, you have the mm-hmm. cheap rentals. And then sometimes people will bring their figure skates. But then you'd see people on like Bauer hockey skates and they would be right. going really fast. But the roller derbies I went to as a kid, inline skating wasn't really a big thing or didn't really exist most of the time when I was going in the 80s. We had this. It had already started. So there were a few people with inline skates when I would have been going to places like a roller rink mm-hmm. would have happened. Inline skates would have been a novelty that they had not yet thought to ban from the roller rink. And you really, I mean? you, you ban it because the screws on the side, when you lean to turn, will tear mm. up the hardwood. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I never thought that about that. That is why, unless you cap them. That was mm-hmm. what we had a roller, uh, there was a roller hockey league at mm-hmm. the local Y that I was trying to get a team together for back in like 1994. Awesome. And that was one of the things you had to cap the screws because they will tear up. You're essentially playing on a gymnasium floor. Right. Now, what was the name of your local roller rink? Oh, man. Skate Town USA. So good. Right? Yeah. So what was yours? We had the palace, but the cool one was the United States of America, which, <laughs> which had a big dinosaur in a red t-shirt skating, like just doing the skate pose where, where like one skate is down and the yeah. other skate is up, like doing that thing, like to imply the incredible speed this dinosaur had generated with his <laughs> did there were there three lines legs. behind him to show that he was going really fast yes it's just a chungus on skates <laughs> painted on the side of, of a roller rink and it was great i did not like my least favorite part i didn't mm-hmm. like the couple skate i was too young to appreciate that sure and i i didn't like when the music got too loud oh my gosh and when they turned the lights off i needed <laughs> the lights on i need to be able to see where i was going as I hand over handed my way, at least along the, the, along the rail wall. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. I got to do at least one lap like that. Uh huh. Let me get to the skate rink. I'm not used to them. I don't wear a lot of roller skates. Uh, let me get one lap in holding on to the wall. Then I'll let go. And then I'll try to get my, my then I'll get too big for my britches and I'll probably fall at some point trying to hot dog, like go backwards. Did, could you ever go backwards on any of these? Because I never could. On a pair of rollerblades, I can transition into a back skate, but I can't generate any momentum mm-hmm. after that. I just okay. never, nobody ever taught me. I can't do the leg over leg, which is more of like a hockey move. And I can't do mm-hmm. the making circles to go backwards. 
I wish I could. Yeah, I wish it's one thing. Like the only thing I lament in my life, Hal, is that I never learned how to go backwards on inline skates or roller skates. I just wish that your friends, Matt and Aaron, could have lived long enough to regret more things. (laughs) But I'm glad that you live a life free of regret. Well, no, I regret this one thing. Just that. Just that. That's not a big regret. No. You know how hard it is not to call them rollerblades on this episode? That's that's right. It's a brand. That's like the Kleenex. It's the Kleenex. Inline yeah. skates. I keep wanting to say, uh, let's talk about rollerblades. No, let's talk about inline skates. Because <laughs> rollerblade has not paid us. So here's a, qu- a question. So, so far, mm-hmm. inline skates. All right, we're, we're on the speed category. They, they and win inline speed. skates win hand down, hands down. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Since sure. Tom has ruled out bicycles because they are so often used as a mode of transportation or in Quicksilver, mm-hmm. a means of making a living. Mm-hmm. The number of people in late 90s New York and even today that will use those Razor scooters to get around, you know, they strap over your back. So they're very easily portable. You fold it and strap it. Mm-hmm. You throw it on your shoulder like a Continental soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does your scooter hang low? Yeah. Does your scooter? The only hang problem low? is they wobble to and fro. That's the big issue. But a lot of people will use that to get around the city. Like that mm-hmm. was the big solution to pedestrian traffic. Right. Right. It's which now has been usurped by the version of that with the motor in it, which is the bird scooters and lime scooters, yes. which I use all over Los Angeles. I used all over Rome. Like mm-hmm. they are, they're in every city now. The best part in our neighborhood is seeing them just dumped unceremoniously on the curb. That has happened less since the pandemic started. Right. But that was also, I would watch the person whose job it was to take a bird scooter around and put all the other bird scooters on top of his bird scooter and take it somewhere. <laughs> I love, I cannot the ride of shame say enough great things about those. I yeah. love those little scooters. I take them everywhere when I, You know, when there's not a pandemic going on. But in Rome, I was taking them everywhere when there was a pandemic going on, when I was able to, you know, get out and put a N95 on and just get some fresh air. I would do it on one of those because I could wipe one of those down, stay in, you know, more in the street with the traffic and not surrounded by people. But we're not talking about those because those have a motor in them. Those are not foot wheels, Hal. They're not foot wheels, Mark. Where are we? I was just I saying. Like I've do, gotten a little lost in my brain. I was asking, should we eliminate the scooter? Should the scooter be eliminated oh, this on, the same grounds, that I was... on the same grounds as the bicycle? I'm not saying I want to. I'm just wa- I'm musing because is the scooter too much of a vehicle because of the aforementioned city application mm. to be considered seriously? Well, it doesn't have a motor in it. Neither does a bicycle. Neither does a bicycle, but it, yeah, it does have gears and a transmission of sorts. You're transmitting foot power to it can, unless you have wheel a power. Cruiser. That's true. I don't know. I guess I don't think of because now the motorized ones exist. I don't think of a razor scooter as more than a recreational, recreational thing. It is the well, then it wins in portability because it folds up and has a strap. Well, it, it wins in most- portability, but doesn't a skateboard also? win in portability no you have to carry it or you could tuck it into the back of your backpack but it's made you don't fold up a skateboard just as you don't fold up a pair of roller skates you have Mm -hmm. to have something to carry it in or you have to have it under your arm now do you look cool when you're walking around with a skateboard under your arm or over your shoulder yeah you look awesome you look so cool 
Oh my goodness. I bet your friends, Matt and Aaron looked so cool when they Rest were carrying peace. their skateboards, which now they are with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> May their memories be a blessing. The, in terms of portability, that is what the scooter was made for is made yeah. to fold up to throw over your shoulder. No question. It wins portability. Hands yeah. down. I think you're right. So the scooter wins portability. Yes. The inline skates win speed. Yes. Let's talk about terrain. Okay. Because are the terrain I specifically was thinking about hills. Mm-hmm. I think inline skates have that heel stop. Yeah. Roller skates. We haven't talked much about the difference between inline skates and roller skates. Okay. But going down a hill, would you rather have a heel stop or a toe stop? Oh, down a hill, you need a heel stop. If you try to toe stop, you're going to go. You're going to go tumble. You're, you're going to go head first. I mean, really, the answer to both these is the same thing you would do while skiing, which is either mm. point the ends together, which, is, mm. which isn't as effective, or go off to the side. You kind of have to just turn full perpendicular to the hill. Mm-hmm. That will stop you. That is the safest. Yeah. Or you run into a car. Running like a into park, a car is the thing. A parked car. Yeah, ask have, Aaron and Matt. I have been doing <laughs> so much. <laughs> I've been doing so much inline skating lately. Yes. And that has been the biggest thing for me is figuring out hills. I mean, I was literally last week looking at you before we even talked about doing this topic, looking at YouTube videos on how to stop yourself going down a hill with inline skates. Did they say, did they say to slalom essentially where you go to the side and then over? No, they actually mentioned the, the one that they said was most effective that I'm going to have to try now. I've, I've just avoided hills because I actually have been down in your neighborhood a lot because I'll go from Dockweiler Beach to Redondo Beach and back up on that yep, beach that path, before. which is great. Sure. It's good exercise. It's about uh, 22 miles all told. Mm-hmm. You go 11 down and 11 back. It's great inline skate for those in Southern California. Thanks for letting me know you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I can't see you. But. I'm not going to see you anyway. Yeah. that's the th- I go down there and I'm like, Oh, I should go say hi to Hal. Well, it's 10 minutes till the show starts. Well, he's not going to come say hi anyways. We, we can't see each other. <laughs> yeah, but you could, I could go out the window. We could Romeo and Juliet. Oh, you could drop down your hair to me and I could climb it. Yeah, climb up my hair. <laughs> oh, man. But in doing this, the, the biggest thing that I've run into is hills. And mm-hmm. what it says to do is to make a T. So basically just drag. And you're going to, you know, you're using yep. your wheels as brake pads against the ground. Yes. Which is going to wear out your wheels, but who cares? They're wheels. You buy more wheels. Yeah, you replace your wheels. You don't want to replace your wrist. They need to be rotated anyway. Yeah. And you yeah. can also, you need to wear those gloves where they protect your wrists. I do wear those. Yeah. Those like solid wrist gloves. Like toughy gloves. Mm-hmm. Toughy. And the, yeah, you have the thing on your hands too. So if you go palms down, yeah. there's kind of, there's a piece there protecting them. By the way, nothing makes you sound less tough than referring to yourself as a toughy. <laughs> now look here. I'm a toughy. Yeah, because Tuffy is not spelled T-O-U-G-H-Y. Tuffy is spelled T-U-F-F-Y. I'm a, t- I'm a Tuffy from Huffy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll smack you one. I'll smack you a real good one. No Huffy, Hal. We're not talking about bikes. Oh, sorry. So uh, terrain-wise, yeah, you can stop yourself on inline skates. Can you stop yourself on roller skates effectively? Mm, I mean, it's similar. You, no. No, not as well. The thing is, neither of us are experts on any of these, I should say. You're afforded more control mm-hmm. with inline skates than you are with the four-wheeled skates. Because just by their nature, mm-hmm. just by the nature of how they're set up for things like that specifically. Yeah. Yeah, they have a longer base. You're not, you know, everything right over, right underneath your foot. So you're not wobbling on that. Yeah. And that T method does work. It does stop you. Yeah. 
So for terrain, but now just a scooter, I think for terrain, a skateboard and a scooter, that's the thing. Yeah. You just carry it up or down a hill. Yeah. Skateboards, you can just bail and go down. I mean, watch people in like professional skaters or even amateur skaters who are in like a pool or a half pipe. If you're going to fall off, you drop to your knees and you have knee pads on and you slide down on those Mm -hmm. and that protects you. So it's definitely not either of the skates for terrain. But is that what terrain is? Is it which is the most fun to ride down a hill or which can you most safely you know, we don't want to be thinking more mat here. We want to survive. <laughs> I was thinking about safety simply because I scraped the hell out of myself falling down these hills. Yes. By the beach. So terrain wise, like the idea of and this also came into uh, account with portability. The idea of I can just pop this off and then I can get up or down this hill or across this lawn. You know what I mean? Yes. it's yeah. They kind of go hand in hand. None of them are particularly effective on any terrain other than flat pavement. So portability and terrain go hand in hand in that you can remove a scooter or a skateboard a lot quicker than inline skates or roller skates. I'd say a skateboard then. It's a lot yeah. easier to, to get away from it. You don't yeah. have the handles. There's only really only one point of contact and that's your feet. So you don't have your yeah. feet and your handle where you forget or you like, oh, I'm, what I'm going to do is pop off of it with my mm-hmm. feet, but hold on to it. And then it slips up and just knocks you in the face. Possible <laughs> could happen. <laughs> Don't act like it, like it hasn't ever happened. Sure. So skateboard wins terrain. Skateboard wins terrain. Let's talk about safety. Huh. Uh, here are a few interesting things that I found out. Tell me. Because I would have thought that because of the wide base of a roller skate, that it would be safer than an inline skate. In the same way that a bicycle with training wheels feels safer than a bicycle that is just in line, two big tires. Mm-hmm. But I have found out that uh, interesting death and injury statistic for you. For every injured inline skater, 1.1 skateboarders and 3.0 roller skaters were injured. So there are three times as many roller skating accidents as there are inline skating accidents. That's right. Cause those roller derby competitors will come and just knock you off your feet. That's true. I guess I wonder if that has to do with it because roller derby is such a brutal sport and is played on roller skates. Mark, I don't think that, that it has anything to do with it. You don't think it does? No, I don't. I think that like, cause people play roller hockey and get, get knocked off your block there. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, if they're checking, you don't really check in roller hockey. The safest of these and what I have found in, you know, trying to find all these stats and figuring it out is that, yeah, roller blades are safer than roller skates and just barely safer than a skateboard. And there were no scooter uh, stats in this. There's not enough data on scooters yet. We still the jury's out. Jury's out on those uh, late 90s puttering around Manhattan scooters. Yeah, I'll buy inline skates as safe. I think they're. They're reasonably safe apparatus. It's so hard um, about this. I want to say rollerblades. Can I just say I rollerblades? Can we just say, let's just say rollerblades. Yeah, we can. All right. If we're My, the ones that I own are rollerblades. Yeah, we've given each other permission for this. I can't rollerblade anymore. The last time I seriously rollerbladed was in mm-hmm. like 1999, 2000. And it was along, it was right along Boathouse Row in Philly. Mm-hmm. And I went with my best friend, John. We went couple miles down couple miles back and because i have flat feet when Mm. i took my feet out of the skates it felt like somebody had taken 
like knotted muscle from a cadaver and put it down the middle of, of the sole of my foot. Ouch. Both sides. They were, I was in such intense pain. By the way, that would be an amazing Vincent Price movie that that's all he does is he takes knotted muscle from cadavers and sews it to the bottoms of people's feet. Try walking now. <laughs> no, no, no. I said Vincent Price, not Jaleel White. Well, did I do that? <laughs> no sweat, my pet. <laughs> oh, just replace all of the great Vincent Price roles with Jaleel White. I would watch him in Theater of Blood. Urkel feeding uh, his own dogs to a theater critic. The only difference is the pit in the pendulum is Stefan Urkel. <laughs> yeah, because that guy in the pit in the pendulum is cool. Yeah. Oh, man, is he yeah. cool. So that's the last time I got on. I, if I could get some orthotic inserts... Mm-hmm. I would do it again because it's so much fun and it's great exercise too, but it was just too painful for my feet. Like anything, any kind of thing I have to put my foot in a, like a fresh shoe mm-hmm. and I can't put an insert in it. It's just going to be, I'm going to be in pain in yeah. short order. It's a couple of grandpas here talking about athletic uh, things. You know, it hurts my feet the most. <laughs> Why isn't that one of our criteria? Uh... Let's move on to ease of use. Sure. Does one of these jump out more so than the others Scooter. for ease of use? Scooter is the easiest. Scooter is the easiest. Yeah. It's the, I think you know right. how to steer it. It's mm-hmm. into, it's completely intuitive. You've been training to steer it your whole life from the first yeah. big wheels you ever got on. No question. Yeah. Let's talk about the social benefit. I think two of these stand out for that. Hmm. Nobody, when they're referring to like the clicks in high school, <laughs> nobody points over to that group of the rollerbladers. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But skater is a community to belong to. We're talking about the culture. So when you say social, social benefit, the culture, ta- the culture built around. Right. Yes. But also the social benefit in that it is something that you can do with a group. Skating in a skate park, practicing your tricks, all of that mm-hmm. stuff is something that you can do in a group with your friends. Everybody sort of like minded doing a thing. And roller skating is someone that something that also has fairly decent ease of use. And is a great social. thing for a birthday party built to be social. There are, like you said, there's the couple skate. There are mm-hmm. certain things like this that are designed to be athletic and or transportation, which I would argue that rollerblading is and scooter being primarily for transportation. But skateboarding and roller skating seem like they are cultural touchstones that attract groups of people to them, whether it's as a way of life that a lot of people with skateboards and a few people with roller skates have, or as a sometimes thing to do like roller skating for a birthday party. Roller skating is a sometimes food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Roller skating feels like a very social, you go do it at rinks by and Mm -hmm. large, or you do it. Yeah. There are sporting events around it, which there are for skateboarding as well, but you go to birthday when you're a kid, the birthday parties that you go to are like pool parties are fun. Mm-hmm. Then bowling alley parties are fun. And then skating ring parties are fun. And I don't know to what extent those are done anymore, but certainly it's, it's a very social event to put on a four wheeler, strap a couple of yeah. four wheelers on your dogs and head out for a couple loops, as we call it <laughs> in the pro circuit. But culture wise, if you talk about the culture built around it, it's got to be the skateboard from something yeah. that was essentially street surfing to the, the, all the, the dogtown skaters that, turned it into more of an art to the punk scene you know it's it it affected the music scene the music scene affected it 
it yeah leave us pretty much uh, things like jackass like there are so many things tied to skateboarding culture wise that that's an identity to be a skater is an identity yeah to say i'm a rollerblader you're like oh that's how you exercise great mm-hmm. they they mean different things yeah but i like rollerblading a lot me too. i do it relatively frequently for exercise i wish i did it more but I do yes. not, yeah, I do not identify as a rollerblader. Exactly. You know? There's gr- great physical benefits. They all do. They're all great. There's nothing wrong with getting on a bunch of wheels and going out there yeah. and hanging out. And you want to get from point A to night. Right, which is, look, God rest their souls. We miss them. Turtling was an amazing thing. And I don't think that someone who necessarily just uses a scooter to get around town thinks of themselves as a scootist. Or scooter. No, it's not what define. Even though there are some subcultures, there there is like a skateboard like culture of mm-hmm. the scooter community where they can. There are tricks you can do sure. because you have the benefit of the handles. You can spin it around. You can spin the handles. You can spin the body of the of the mm-hmm. or the footboard or whatever they call yeah. that part of it. I don't know. But they're not going to make a movie about the skaters versus the scooterers. No, I think that I think skateboarding wins the social Hands because, down. because we're rolling culture into it. Yeah. Not to mention Marty McFly sketching, <laughs> sketching all over Back to the Future. All right. So uh, good news and bad news. The good news is uh, we're starting to whittle down. The bad news is we've only eliminated one of them because of our six different criteria. Three of them each have two. Well, let's take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, we'll settle this. We got this. Of course we did. We'll be right back. Hey, it's John Moe. And look, these are challenging times for our mental and emotional health. I get it. That's why I'm so excited for my new podcast, Depression Mode. We're tackling depression, anxiety, trauma, stress, the kinds of things that are just super common but don't get talked about nearly enough. Conversations that are illuminating, honest, and sometimes pretty funny with folks like Patton Oswalt, Kelsey Dara, and open mic eagle. I have this public facing self, and then I have my emotional self that tends to stay hidden. It was about finding a way to communicate to somebody that, like, there's terrible sh going on back here. Plus, psychiatrists, psychologists, and all kinds of folks. On Depression Mode, we're working together, learning, helping each other out. We're a team. Join our team. Depression Mode for Maximum Fun, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we host Round Round Springfield. Springfield. Round Springfield is a Simpsons-adjacent podcast where we talk to your favorite Simpsons writers, voice actors, and everyone who's worked on the show to talk about shows that aren't The Simpsons. So we're going to be talking to people like David X. Cohen, Yeardley Smith, Tim Long about other projects they've worked on, sometimes projects that didn't go well. Mm. Some failures. Yeah. Some rejections. Some failed pilots. (laughs) Some failed life events. Yeah. We just talked to all the failures of The Simpsons. Yeah. So if you really love your Simpsons trivia and want to get to know the people who have worked on The Simpsons a little bit better, come by Round Springfield. Every other week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm ready. Here's where we stand right now. Roller We're skates, back. you're great. Roller derby is super fun. And uh, uh, I, I, we have to eliminate roller skates because they didn't get any points in these uh, top six. But I want to give a shout out to the roller skating world of roller derby, which is an amazing thing to go watch. I imagine it's an amazing thing to do. I'm not tough enough to do it. And also has provided the world with some of the greatest catchy names for their athletes. Like, sure, 
calling yourself Ocho Cinco on your jersey is awesome. But you know what's way awesomer? Hmm. Calling yourself Wolverine. <laughs> I love roller derby names. They're so the greatest. Good. So good. So with proper shout outs to the roller derby world, it's coming down to skateboard scooters and inline skates. Here is where we stand right now. Inline skates have the edge on both safety and speed on terrain and the social element. We've got skateboards and scooters for portability and ease of use. Mm. So are any of these criteria more important than the others? Oh, we don't have a seventh criteria. We don't have a seventh we criteria don't have one criteria to rule them all. No. I would say that terrain, we could probably eliminate terrain simply because terrain is based on which one of these you can take away from your feet fast enough so that you can, you know, deal with any terrain around you. Were you trying to eliminate the skateboard? No, because, but I wanted to say that the social boom that the skateboard is counts could count. It kind of counts double. What are you laughing at? You're giggling about something. You're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take two. We're going to subtract one. And that's going to help us. Except I'm going to add one. <laughs> so the way it stands is. So we're exactly where we were. Versus two versus one. Yeah. But that one is an entire culture. That's right. It's the culture of skateboarding. Yeah. But scooters are portable and easy to use. Inline skates are the safest and the fastest, but the skateboard has given us an entire subculture in our society. Let's be honest. It's not going to be scooters. It's not going to be scooters. Get get the scooters out of here. Yeah. They're portable and easy to use. And I would rather be on a single wheel, like in like the comic strip BC. <laughs> I'd rather have a stone wheel with a stick through it than those. They just seem. I don't know. I'd say for me, having spent as much time as I have on a motorized version of it. Yeah. I feel like being on just a regular razor scooter. My first thought would be, why am I going so slow? This scooter's broken. I've been revving the handles forever. (laughs) It's doing nothing. I keep twisting this solid piece of metal and nothing is happening. All right. Goodbye, scooter. Well, we've eliminated two. Now it's down to two. Yeah. Inline skates Mm. for the skateboard. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like there's one that's that is done more, maybe not for more speed and safety, but there's one that has contributed more to the world. Yeah. Are you saying that you've never played Tony Hawk's pro inline skater two <laughs> <laughs> on PlayStation? Uh, no, I haven't, but I did play roller skate jam 2k and that was pretty good. <sighs> my god you know that movie dogtown and scoot boys yeah oh i love it it's so no so good come on it's got to be the skateboard gleaming the cube that was a skating movie (laughs) remember gleaming the cube wasn't christian slater in that i don't remember hey do you remember remember there's a movie it's not roller babies Uh uh-huh or roller what the ball. hell is roller babies? Roller babies, uh, this roller blading. They'll make your dreams come true. Yeah, roller babies, Ooh-hoo. roller babies. Um, there's a movie with uh, the young Seth Green, but mm-hmm. a guy who comes from California to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Roller blading's real big there. 
and there's like a rollerblading race through like an abandoned mall or or like a garage or something. It's very bizarre. That's the only rollerblading movie I can think of. There's I feel like rollerblades are something that you put on characters in a thing like if you're doing an update. Like I remember we did an update of Peter Pan. So a couple of the Lost Boys were on rollerblades. You know what I mean? Like yes. it feels like a You mean like Hook? And Hook, they were on roller, weren't they? Were there, were there was there anyone on rollerblades and Hook? Yeah, it feels like a, if you're doing a modern Wizard yeah. of Oz, the flying monkeys are now on rollerblades. You know what I mean? Or you do Starlight Express nowadays. You do Starlight Express on rollerblades instead of roller skates. Did I see that? I you saw know what? that show. Points for roller skates. Yeah. We're giving roller skates are getting a lot of extra points. They got They're an extra back. point for Starlight Express, an extra point for roller derby. Don't forget Heather Grandma's Roller Girl and Boogie Nights. How could I forget Heather Grandma's Roller Girl and Boogie Nights? At one point. All she was wearing was the roller skates. That's right. Oh, and also, shout out to the Wolfman in the bad music video who's in a split and then pulls himself <laughs> up and moonwalks. He doesn't even moonwalk. He, like, moonwalks in place on a pair of skates, but he holds onto the back of his own jacket. So he's like, I'm going to pull myself up by my jacket. And, Ooh. oh, yeah, I'm going to skate in place. That's how cool I am. Are roller skates returning from the dead like the villain at the end of a movie? Oh, wait, he's not the Wolfman. The Wolfman's the one that, that's in the group of people who does all the flip to the back. and that, But then they're all going somewhere else. So he just stands there, like, raising his arms, <laughs> like, I did my thing. Am I still on camera? I still got to keep doing it? Or, to like, be fair, a ma- he actually he only, he only raised his arms once. What they mm. did was they just looped the footage back and forth. So it looked like he was going, <laughs> arr, 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 arr. Yeah, remember that Tuscan Raider in Bad? So dumb. <laughs> Your panther's mine. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's skateboards, even though I suck at them. I suck at them too, but this show isn't about us subjectively deciding what we suck at. It's about what is the best version of foot wheels or recreational wheels. It's gotta be skateboards. Yeah. They're not as fast. But they're portable. They're almost just, just as portable as a Razor scooter. And it's amazing to watch people do like when, and the when best it's done of them, yeah. well. Oh my God. To Gorgeous. watch it is incredible. Yeah. People of the world. A couple of indoor kids just told you about skateboards. A couple yeah. of indoor kids just mansplained skateboarding to you. Yeah. You want to see pictures of me the first time I ever went out on a skateboard wearing a helmet and elbow pads and knee pads, <laughs> but trying to look like, but the look, I think I threw a shaka up there. I was so excited. Oh and I thought it was the coolest thing that even though I was not good at it, the fact that I had one and could try, that was super cool and very, very exciting. More exciting than the first time on roller skates. More exciting than roller blades. Although I have many fond memories of John and I pre rollerblading down Kelly Drive of us playing hockey on our rollerblades in front of each of our respective houses and taking turns putting on all of his goalie equipment to try to record <laughs> it. And then one time, the one time I was told I didn't need a cup getting hit right in the nards. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> Wolfman's got nards? Yeah. I took one took one right right in the jimmy. <laughs> oh not good. Buddy. Oof. Woof. <laughs> anyway, skateboard wins, asked and answered. Oh. I just this wanted to tell everybody I got hit in the crotch with a street hockey ball once. It was cold out. Oh, everybody collectively on the count of three. One, two, three. Aww. That's right. Feel better? <sighs> yeah. Better than your two friends. <laughs> 
God rest their souls. Yeah. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. I wish we could all just pile on a skateboard on our butts and scooch down that hill that we call life. Right? That's right. Cause it's all a breeze, people. It's all a breeze. It's all, I was going to say it's all downhill from here, but then I stopped myself in the middle of that. Let me take that again. And to you, the people of the world for giving Hal and I a chance to sit and talk about things that we're not good at. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.